Well, welcome back to Gene and Roger Talk Movies. We're delving into French horror today with yeah. Martyrs, 2008 film Martyrs. It has sure, it's 2008. Well, I could IMDb be a liar. 2009. To that, okay, fine. Who cares? Whatever. Nobody Gene, cares. You know, it's it, well. I do think people who are into horror really do care about oh, okay. this movie. It does have a reputation for being. Uh, Complicated and difficult to maybe sit through sometimes, but we'll jump right in. Gene, initial thoughts on Martyrs. Martyrs, yeah, it's um, it, it's it's good. It, it poses an interesting question, you know. And that question being, um, is there an afterlife? And um, if there is, can you prove it? You know. And so, um, yeah, the whole part of the movie is they set up an experiment, but there's a very existential question with um, that, that this or existential problem that arises from that question about um, if can you prove the existence of an afterlife? Um, and that um, the existence and the problem is this: is that any existence of an afterlife, you really requires some kind of faith in in God, you know, a deity. You know, if you're a complete atheist, then. If there's no God, then death results in, in nothingness. There's, you're gone. How can there be an afterlife if there's no spirit, if there's no God, if there's no soul? And so, but then that leads to a, a, a deeper problem: is that um, if afterlife requires God, then by very definition, you have to have a faith in God, and, and faith cannot cannot be proven. You can't. There is no experiment that you can run that can prove or show a person has faith, or there can be no experiment that can be run that shows the existence categorically, absolutely, positively that there is a God. You, you can't, such an experiment is, is impossible. And if you can't prove God, then how can you prove an afterlife? And you know, ultimately, it's all about about faith. You know, and do you have faith in this this thing, or or don't you? You know, and and so it's an interesting question. I think uh, it's a the, the movie goes about it in kind of an analytical way. It's, it's it's interesting their their supposition of to try to answer this, but um, yeah, it's it's interesting. <laughs> well, and of course, it is a it's French like, film, so everything Gene has just explained to you all uh, really is is shrouded in. This uh, you have to sit through scenes of an entire family being massacred, uh, tremendous scenes of torture and abuse and things like that. Because the film starts out right. with this little girl, Lucy, Lucy, just fleeing from some unknown thing. She's horrified. She's she she's was screaming out. She's confined. Mm -hmm. She was in chains. You know, at, yeah. And yeah, um, as, there's flashbacks mm -hmm. and horrible treatment to her. Right. And she as, manages to escape. Yeah. As the movie plays out, you start getting these flashbacks of what was happening to her. Right. And Physi yeah. Physical abuse. Tremendous, horrendous torture. abuse and, and neglect and, yeah, straight up torture. She ends up in this orphanage where she uh, meets up with this person who becomes her friend. Anna. Anna. And uh, during that time, you also, uh, it appears that Lucy is being haunted by this, I don't know, demonic entity, this spirit, yep. this ghost, yep. whatever. Um, and so you're really uh, kind of set up for, well, is this a ghost story kind of thing? Because then the scene shifts to 
here's this family and it's a mom and a dad and the the older brother and the and younger the, daughter and the younger daughter was like some swim champion mm -hmm. yeah and they're which having... I, I thought was cool because my kids are <laughs> right, swimming exactly. you know my older son is like swims a lot he gets trophies whatever yeah and it's so this it's, like, oh, yeah. it's this tonal shift where okay here was this scene of kind of horror with this girl having this nightmare about this demonic entity and now we're in this little happy family they're having right. normal family discussions and then oh, the doorbell rings yeah knock you on the door know. kind of thing and something's going to happen yeah and there's uh, uh lucy, lucy and uh, double barrel shotgun exactly just takes them all out in in uh non-PG-13 fashion, right? This, no. is a, this movie earned its, Blows earned its rating for sure. Yeah, yeah, takes them out. And so you, and I really liked that scene too, just as a commentary on the suddenness of violence, right? Where you are, it is just a normal everyday event, which is suddenly completely interrupted by this horrific, violent act perpetrated by somebody you don't even know who they are. Right, right. Although it does bring up the point, I'm going I'm to go ahead a little bit, but um, this family, they're not quite so innocent as right. they seem mm -hmm. because um, Anna comes and visits Lucy, you know, in the house, you know, and then they're putting the bodies in some ditch or something. You know, I guess we're going to try to clean up the, the blood splatter, mm -hmm. you know, but... Um, <laughs> which, yeah, which would take about a week and a half to yeah, clean up all the blood. <laughs> so <by> much <laughs> blood. Oh my gosh, it's all over. But it turns out that uh, there's this, going back to my original question, you know, is there an afterlife? Can you prove it? The whole thing is, can you prove it? And there's this um, experiment being run. And Lucy was the subject of an experiment that she had escaped from. And it turns out that the people that are subjects to this experiment, they... They typically have um, visions, let me say. A psychotic or like a the side effect would be they have psychotic visions. And like um, Lucy's vision is that she sees herself and herself attacks her violently, you know, and so she has to fight off herself. Yeah. And so there's a lot of. And it, it's pretty graphic. This, this movie mm -hmm. doesn't waste any time because Lucy's alter ego self is always naked and she's horribly abused and she's cuts all over her body and just mm -hmm. it's pretty horrible. Well, and I, I also I, I like how the film sets up where Anna, you know, has befriended Lucy, is right. wanting to be supportive and helpful to her and is now even going to clean up this horrendous crime yes, scene. Anna is very helpful. But Anna also is like, gosh, I think this person is just an insane person because Lucy was saying, no, this is the family that actually tortured me and now I've got my revenge and all of this stuff. And Right, and, and Lucy shows Anna some newspaper clipping with mm -hmm. some blurry picture and, and Anna's like, <laughs> right. yeah, right, sure you, yeah. Yeah, and so you have, you have kind of these different tonal shifts of this film as it goes along um, because then in during this time, um, turns out the mother of this family was not completely dead yet. And no, it wasn't dead. And so Anna now is like, well, maybe I need to save this person. So she's trying to get her out of the house. And then Lucy hears and comes down and just goes to town on this woman's head with a hammer. Right. Um, and that's when uh, 
Anna is like, gosh, I think you're maybe just a crazy person. Um, and then it goes to like what Jean was saying where, okay, now this entity once again appears and you see this great scene where um, Lucy is embraced by this. She thinks, okay, the entity is now my friend because I've done what it what yeah, needed she, to be done. I think done. she really thinks that she's killed her tormentors, mm-hmm. you know, from when she was little. So that should give her freedom. Right. And but then, it doesn't. Yeah. And then really what happens is this entity takes a, a blade and is cutting her Razor arms blade. from the shoulder all the way down to the wrist. But then the camera cuts from to Anna's viewpoint where it's no, it's just it's just Lucy cutting herself. Right. Right. There is no other person. Mm-hmm. It's it's a hallucinogenic vision. There's no other person And there. so then an amazing thing happens, which is Lucy straight up kills herself, slashes her own throat, and dies. And, and you're dies, like, right. Okay, right. I thought these these were our main characters here. What's going to happen? Well, lo and behold, Anna dis- discovers this basement in here, which is the torture room. Right, right. There's, again, going back, it's like, can you prove it? It turns out that Lucy was a subject when she was a girl of experiments. This organization had was conducting these experiments, but the, I guess they did, They were they were a new company. <laughs> they didn't have much money, so they were operating out of some decrepit warehouse. But now, you know, the the family that was killed, they were running. They were like the the their house. The the regular house was like a a front for this um, very extremely high tech and advanced experimental place the chambers that you went through through a cabinet you open mm-hmm. these cabinet doors you kind of had a duck but then you you walk down and there's just like subterranean vaults right <laughs> you went down into and anna goes down there and they're conducting the same kind of experiments that they were doing with lucy but on a much more advanced scale mm-hmm. so this this family was not innocent on any level so in a way you could maybe say that you know they maybe they if you believe in karma, you know, what goes around comes around like that. Because, and it's, the movie is disturbing, though. I have to admit this, that this, as a father, you know, it's like you just want your kids to have a great life. But then, you know, it's just seeing a young person just, you know, part of the, the side effects of all this torture is that they, they, they want to harm themselves. And so Lucy was really going out of her way to harm herself. Mm-hmm. You know, and then um, Anna, in the as she's going through the advanced subterranean chamber, she discovers there's a person down there who's undergoing similar treatment that what Lucy went into. And she, it, it, he, she releases her. But then she doesn't have freedom, though, because she has visions as well. And then she commits tremendous amounts of self-harm mm-hmm. yeah and, and in the typical french way they may just show it all right yeah of course yeah welcome to extreme french <laughs> horror where we're not holding anything back but yeah. i i do think you know the the trauma aspects of the lucy character and then this other character that we that gene has just alluded to you know this untreated trauma these are the extreme directions stuff like that can go where yeah, you're you you might be hurting yourself and yeah. not able to really uh, interact with realities of your situations and you're hallucinating and all of this stuff. So, I really like these shifts as the movie goes because, like I said, it starts out oh, is this a ghost story? And then it kind of turns into 
is this a slasher movie where she's just yeah. going to town shooting them all? And now it's apparently some sort of mystery because, oh my gosh, Lucy was right the whole time. And now Anna yeah, she was. has discovered this huge subterranean cavern with all this equipment in it. And then, oh, and here's another person that's undergoing right. the torture. And right as she gets that person up to the, like, hey, let's go outside and get out of here. Yeah. What happens? It's another weird shift where a bunch of dudes show up and gun that person down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she gets shot in the <laughs> and head. And it's like some sort of I mean, we just see it all. Illuminati thing going on now. Yeah. Where, you know. Um, but it turns out, yeah, here's the ringleader of the whole operation. No one only as Mademoiselle. She's an old, old lady. Old French lady. Yeah, old French lady, of course. And it's like, oh, I'm going to explain the whole thing, what we're doing here to you, which she does. And right. she does that through showing photos of people in the last moments of their life and, and all this stuff. But she basically comes to the point of, yeah, all these exper experiments we were doing, really we found that young women – uh, perform the best as far as right. what we're trying to ultimately do here. And so welcome to Torture Club. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? exactly. And and then I will say this movie earns its reputation as a difficult film to sit through because Anna is subjected to about, I don't know, Gene, 22 minutes of film time of nothing but getting tortured, yeah. beaten, beaten. Um, yeah. forced, uh, forced, forced fed, horrible food. slapped, just... The worst possible thing you can uh, Yeah, and, and yeah. again, it's not – at a certain point, you're like, well, is just is this the rest of the film where I'm just going to watch this girl who gets her hair cut off and yeah. gets repeatedly punched? It's almost like they're on a schedule because there's this ladder that comes down, and every time the ladder comes down, it's like, oh, okay, it's the guy who's going to punch her a bunch of times again. Yeah, and it's, this is a big guy, and he really mm -hmm. goes to town on her. Yeah, and so it, yeah, it gets I guess really the, hard. I was really thinking about this, and it seems like they have a – the hypothesis is that um, is that a person who becomes and this is where the word martyr comes from. Mm -hmm. They use the word martyr in this sense: is that a person becomes a martyr is someone who can kind of see the afterlife, is that, or they can see heaven because Ro Roger alluded to it is that when someone's near death, they have this stare, you know, mm -hmm. like they're really looking at something that nobody else can see, and so their idea is that if you can get people to that state, then maybe they'll share with you what they're seeing. And that gives you an insight as to what heaven really is because they're seeing heaven or they're seeing the afterlife. And so if you can kind of tap into that, then that can give you evidence of what this place is. And so it's kind of a, a bridge, you know, to what's past life, you know, because no one, no one knows, no, right? how can we know? Mm -hmm. So that's the whole point of their experiment. But they're, they're, to get somebody to be a martyr, you have to take away their identity. You have to, yeah, no encouragement, frequent pain, a lot of humiliation. Yeah, that guy just, just, just beats Anna up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then finally the, the guy says, well, you're, you're, about, you're about to the end. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> just when you thought you'd seen enough, <laughs> it gets worse. Right, because they full-on decide, well, now's the time to remove all your flesh. They take all of, a, they take all of Anna's skin off, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I do like, though, how that – there, because prior to that occurring, there's like this dialogue, inner dialogue uh, between Lucy and Anna where um, she is basically saying to her, 
you've got to let go. And I did like that because there is that point where she does let go and then suddenly it's there's no real pain anymore. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, is there a point in human misery, right, where you've taken so much abuse that it actually doesn't hurt anymore? And that's kind of what gets her to this point of being able to maybe see the afterlife. I don't know. That's a tough one. (laughs) But did it seem that way to you where she had taken so much beating that it was almost like it didn't hurt anymore? Um, It it kind of reminded me like when they were, especially when they were cutting Anna's hair off, it reminded me of the movie Full Metal Jacket. Mm -hmm. You know, or like because the, the... the young men were going to off to, to war at Vietnam in this army boot camp, you know, Paris Island, and they're cutting their hair off. And what they were doing to, to Lucy really kind of was in essence what the Marines were doing to those guys, you know, was trading them to be, you know, like machines and to be mm-hmm. act in a non-human ways. And so they're they're trying to get Anna to act in a, a way that's typically not human. Because normally, you know, we're alive and we see our senses register what's around us. But do you want to get that person to the state where they're, where they're seeing beyond their senses? So, but Anna only gets there through when, when they take her skin off. So mm-hmm. we're talking, your skin is where, you know, your, your sensory organs are. So extreme, we're not talking extreme pain. We're talking beyond that. It's, she's in so much pain. Yeah, that she finally gets there. She gets that that look that they call it. Right, the yeah. look, and then yeah. of course that they immediately call Mademoiselle, and she shows up. Yeah, and um, there is this dialogue between Anna and Mademoiselle, which uh, kudos to the filmmaker. We do not get to hear no, what they don't. that. We what know that they're talking. Is. <laughs> right, we know they're talking. It doesn't seem like Anna is 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 has malice or is wants revenge. But it's just telling her what she's seeing. Mm-hmm. And I think that she is. I think she's just telling Mademoiselle what she's seeing. Right. And so. And then Mademoiselle gets that information and it's interesting what she does. Right. Because there's like a big party now showing up. There's a whole bunch of people showing they up. They bring in all these, these rich guys in mm-hmm. their big cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they drive up. You know, these guys are there funding this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I did notice most of those people were were old. Yeah. Right? And so yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, we're throwing our money. We want to see what the deal is because we're getting near the end of our lives. and want to see what's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they, the, this, like, assistant to Mademoiselle just makes this announcement. Oh, you know, Mademoiselle has this information now. She got it from Anna, you know, who reached this state. Which is amazing. One of the, yeah, yeah, one of the few people that could ever t- explain what was going on. Yeah, but she saw a vision for four whole minutes like oh, that. Yeah, only Mademoiselle knows. She'll be out in a minute to tell us all what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> no, she never makes it. Right, because then I think one of the great parts about this film and Aside from all of the torture and the skin removal and the shotgunning of the family and stuff, uh, the ending of this film is great because the assistant then goes up and he's like, you know, knocking on the door. Oh, mademoiselle, they're all waiting for you. Oh, I'll be be there in a minute. But then she says uh, the, the great line of dialogue where she is asking the assistant essentially – uh, do you believe there's an afterlife? What are your thoughts? Is there life after death, et cetera, et cetera? And the guy is like, well, I don't really know. And Mademoiselle says, well, you go ahead and keep doubting. 
as she puts a gun into her mouth and pulls the trigger and kills herself. Yep, and she arranged it so her body just falls into this bathtub. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she kills herself because she knows Anna had just told her, yeah, about the something. afterlife. Something. Well, we don't something. know. Right. But evidently, it was something to look forward to, to really look forward to, such that you would want to end her in your own life. And this Mademoiselle, she's not like somebody who was at, at the end of her life. And she probably, you know, 20. 15, 20 more 50, years. Yeah, to go. She, she, you know, maybe in, the, in her 50s. You know, but she was just a vibrant, strong person. She had lots of life left in her. But no, this promise of this afterlife was enough that she says, no, I'm, I'm going now. Right, but she wanted to protect. I mean, if we're going down that belief system that Jean just said, she wanted to protect everybody else there because it's like, you know what? If I told you the whole will to go on to live evaporates, and why wouldn't everybody just off themselves right, right now? Right, right. You know? we just we all just kill ourselves, mm -hmm. right? Because let's just get there. Right, like, and so what are we doing now? Yeah, that would indicate why she said, "Hey, keep doubting," because that's the thing that's keeping everybody alive is that doubt. Yeah, just the doubt. You know. Right, because if we knew, yeah. But yeah. I think some other interpretations could have been that Anna actually told her things that maybe would lead her to believe that everything she was doing was wrong, what was actually going to lead her to a place she didn't want to go. Um, or the realization was, because I've been torturing these people, I don't get to participate in this or something. You know, there could have been other interpretations, but I'm more in line with what Gene uh, has talked about as far as that because I do think that whole line with doubt is is really the key where yeah. if we all had, we all knew what the next step was in our lives, right. well, would we still be sitting here right now? It seems like that, that would be the, the powerful <laughs> message from this movie. Mm -hmm. You know, but that message ignores, you know, the, I think what the point that I had at the beginning because it's like, if you're an atheist, if you don't, you know, act like you believe in God or, you know, then, then what is heaven for you? Then, then what is, what, what can that possibly be? Mm -hmm. You know, because, right, if you're an atheist, how can there be a spirit? Then how can there be a soul? How can there be an afterlife for you? You know, because it, it's, it's, even the Bible, it says is that to come to God, you have to have faith and you have to believe in him. But you have, you have to have faith. It's a requirement, you know, for to please God, just to have faith. Mm -hmm. And so if you don't have faith, then what are you doing? You know, and then it brings up that conditional statements that is that if you have faith in God, then then you should know about God. And then maybe you should be doing godly things, like not torturing people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this movie has, yeah, it brings up a lot of good ideas. But... Um, yeah, it's 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 a it's a lot of t yeah yeah it's good stuff. It's, it's, it leads to a lot of good discussions. I, Roger, I think I don't know if if Anna told her that heaven is something that you can't participate in. Wouldn't wouldn't she want to then stay? Well, but I think it's stay it's, alive as long as I you think can it, to avoid that. You're right, but I also think it could be the shock of hearing that was so great. She had wasted the entirety of her life trying to get to this point of this learning about this this afterlife and maybe the fact that she now has this forbidden knowledge 
yeah. leads her to, hey, I'm going to tell everyone else you got a doubt because I have this forbidden knowledge and I have to off myself. And the knowledge I've received is, yeah, I was torturing people and torturing people, so I'm not going to where I think I should go. Right. You know. But, so I'm not going to tell you because if I tell you, well, you cut off my funding. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> there won't be any more funding and we can't torture anybody. Yeah. But I just, I, I just love, I love this movie. I mean, and again, I am going to go back to the fact that unless you are really into horror films, uh, you're going to have a tough time with this one because it doesn't mess around. There is yeah. going to, you know, he is going to torture this girl. Well, I had a hard time with, with just all the, 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 the self abuse, mm-hmm. you know, the self, just the, the hurting of yourself. Right. You just had a hard, like the girl that was, that Anna found, she, her visions, again, the side effect of all this torture is you have visions, is that she thought she had these roaches all over right. her body. And so she would get a knife and she would stab her own arms mm-hmm. to try to, because yeah, in her mind, she's seeing roaches on her arm. So she's stabbing and getting those roaches, right? But she's not. She's just stabbing herself. Yeah. And she yeah, was it's just hard to see. Pushing her face against that textured wall and rubbing yeah. it around and stuff. And yeah. And so There's like I say. Lucy slamming her own head against yeah, the wall. It's just you know, that's and it's, tough. It's, it's uh, extreme French horror. Um, and it doesn't hold any punches back. As far as the story and the tone, I do like the tonal shifts where you initially think it's maybe some sort of ghost story and then it's like goes down the other pathways. It actually shifts three times. Um, very interesting. It keeps your attention if you can handle the right. sights you're going to see. And then I think the ending is just beautiful. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's not, I mean, in the very end, of course, ends with uh, Anna still in that weird pod with all of her flesh right. removed uh, with her stare. Yeah, it was hard to tell if she was even alive or even dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, Gene, any final thoughts about Martyrs? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. You've got to be a big horror fan watch a movie like Martyrs. Um, but I don't know. We, we watched it. Mm-hmm. So it's some interesting ideas, again, about this afterlife. You know, um, I think ultimately, you know, Try to make your life here on the earth as as best as you can. <laughs> I think that's the Little message, really. Up, uplifting stuff for <laughs> yeah. me after watching this one. Let's just try to be good to each other <laughs> yeah. and let's uh, make heaven here on earth. Let's just do that. Right. Why don't we just do that. But I think, Gene, we've kind of been on a little bit of a run of kind of these religious overtones type movies. We did Frailty, we did Saint Maud, and now we've done this one, which I think fits within that concept of religious thoughts. Uh, any any thoughts of what we're going to do next? Yeah. Um, not really. Maybe we could do another one. And then when they made me move away from it. I don't do you want to do another French, extreme French horror film? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> not, not right now. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, no, I just, I, in a way, I take that back what I just said. Let's just, <laughs> let's just figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll figure something out and we'll be back next week to uh, regale you with tales of horror. Awesome. Bye. Bye-bye. Later.